career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? Divorce is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. Kids are gone. Now what? I'll never find love. Why can't I be like the other guys? Hey guys, gay, straight, and everything in between. It's time to get a grip. Stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40 plus life. Let's get to the show with your Tell It Like It Is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick, unless you act like one first. Hey guys, as you know, it is time once again for 40 plus real men, real talk, where we are real men who talk about those things that us guys sometimes struggle with. And a good friend of mine, Mike Domish, who you've already heard on the podcast, recommended another speaker from the National Speakers Association that I don't know, but we're getting to know each other. And Brad Montgomery is joining me today on the podcast. And our conversation is around, well, you know what? Let's just get into it, Brad. We, <laughs> you sent me a great video when I asked you to be on this. And I love this perspective of, I'm going to just say, sometimes we forget the wisdom of being older and forget to take responsibility for that. And I think that's kind of the setup to, you know, the video you sent me. Is that right, man? Yeah. Um, so I mean, here, here's kind of the background on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd love to have you show you that. Know, you know, we, we have this thing in common. We are motivational speakers. And yeah. I was talking to a mentor of mine. Mm-hmm. So she's older and wiser and smarter. And I said something like um, this to her, Rick. Um, Isn't it weird that when we walk off stage, we feel like we're normal humans? But the audience has projected this image of whatever they needed or whatever they want to see on us. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a uh, often there's a difference between what they see and what I really am. Yeah. Um, and I was saying that's kind of weird when they they just feel I, I'm not a celebrity. But at that moment when I walk off stage in a big room of people, mm-hmm. I am a celebrity in that room, and I feel like often I'd be like, oh no, oh shucks, or you know, oh no, I'm I'm mm-hmm. exactly like you. And she said, Brad, how dare you? You you're taking that from them and you're not, you're not living up to your responsibility. You know, there's something weird that happened where she's like, you're not giving them what you do, um, what you have earned and you're not giving, giving them what they need. Mm-hmm. All right. So how does that go to what we're talking about now uh, as real men trying to decide how to age? She challenged me to say like, you're a leader dude. And to stand in front of those, that audience that you, that you delighted and they see something from you and they need from you and not to be that leader is, cheating everybody, including yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think when we are just human, when we are dudes, when we forget that we are role models and, and the more we age, the more of the people we're working with and interacting with and are friendly with and shopping with, those people are younger than us increasingly every day. And we yeah. need to act as though we've got something for them and to give them that role model, give them that leadership and and kind of own that. You know, it's interesting as you're saying that, Brad, because I have found myself, just like you numerous times, do that exact same thing. You know, whether it's at a book signing or, you know, even in, you know, sometimes in this podcast world, I'll get an email and, oh, thanks for the, you know, that's really nice of you to say. I'm really not. Any, and I'm like, what kind of message am I sending? Because especially a father of young adult women, it's like, I'm modeling that to them. Now, there's nothing wrong with being humble. I'm not, I don't think that's what either one of us are saying. But it's like, why not recognize what you're bringing to the world? Because in that is where people learn and grow. But if we diminish what we're doing, we're actually sending a message saying, okay, well, just diminish what you do through life. 
because none of us have anything to offer, which is a whole bunch of bullshit in my opinion. But I find it really fascinating that you and I have had very similar experiences. And why do you think it is, not just as men, but since we're talking man to man and for other guys listening to this podcast, why do you think sometimes we do that as men to diminish our value, to diminish our worth of what we're doing here on the planet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. I try to figure this out. You know, and as I was, I was li- okay. So I'm going to be real honest. Brad doesn't even know this, but I was listening to this video that he sent me when we first connected up, and I had all these thoughts going through my head. And the first one was, "Why do we do this? Why do we, as human beings, when somebody says, wow, you know, you know, I'm kind of turning to you,' whether they actually say physically, I'm turning to you.'" But when they give us that nod of, wow, you're older, wiser, you're, you're giving me some insight, why don't we take that in and run with it? Because that's one of the blessings, I believe, of getting older and, and taking the steps through the different decades of our life. If I take what I know now as a 50-something guy versus what I knew as a 40-something guy versus what I knew as a 30-something, 20-something, I feel freaking blessed. Now, would I want to go back and do it with this knowledge? Sometimes, yeah. Other times, I'm like, no, that's part of the adventure we go through All right. is learning this stuff. But I think the core element of what you're bringing up here, Brad, is we tend to turn it down. I think part of it is we're, we're human, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even when on our, especially dudes, in our most blustery self where we're like, I'm awesome, right. we still are human, which means we feel like children. We feel like we're in seventh grade still. And we're wondering if we have people to sit with at lunch and do they, do I belong? Do, am I good enough? We all have that. So I think it's, it's human and normal for us to go into a, a, a world thinking I'm not that significant and I don't have that much to offer because I haven't, because I'm, I'm still the same child I was when I was a boy. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is, you know, would be my challenge for you and for me and anyone listening is to say like, no, you do have something to often or to offer. Mm-hmm. And everybody is craving that sense of it, of acknowledgement. You got it. You're doing a good job today. I appreciate you. You matter. And as we age, our, not only does our ability to be that person who nourishes others and who grows others, uh, not only does our ability increase, but I would say it's almost our duty because they see us, correctly or not, as somebody who's older and wiser. Mm-hmm. So like we got to just stand up and do it. We, we've earned it, but also we just are it because we're older. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me tell you a story. I was, uh, my, my, kids, my kids are older now, but in, when my son was in middle school, he was sucking at math. He was a typical boy, just didn't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. And he got a D. Um, and my wife and I said, oh, I think what we should do is go into the, meet with the um, math teacher after school and have Ben come in. And uh, we were going to do like this, like, so you really got to work. And by having both parents there, we were going to kind of raise the drama for him. Right, right. Well, we got there and it wasn't really until after we left, we realized this very young teacher who by, it looked to us as though she was doing a really good job. This young teacher was freaked out because, oh, great, two parents are coming in after school and they're going to talk to me. And, and she had it in her mind, I'm sure. Are they going to chew me out for not being a good teacher? Is it my fault that kid's getting a D? What am I doing wrong? And we were 15 years older than she was because she was new and we weren't. Right. Um, and I completely blew that opportunity. One, that woman, because she's human, could use some encouragement. 
hey, from everything we hear, you're a great teacher and we appreciate you. And this isn't about you. This is about our kid. We're here as a play. This is a play for an audience of one. The three of us are on the same side. We could have done all that, but we didn't. We, and to make it worse, we allowed her to be nervous and afraid. And she's probably talking to her friend right now. Mm -hmm. going like, Years ago, these people came in. I thought they were mad at me. They weren't. Right. Right. We come, so we, yes, we should have, at the very least, we should have been kinder to her and noticed that because of our age, she has projected upon us a little wisdom or a little something. Mm -hmm. And then also we've missed the opportunity to, to be proactively positive and, yeah. and take advantage of our age and what she saw in us. But then now let's go the opposite direction and kind of be the extreme of going completely opposite. I'm older, I'm wiser, I know better, so you got to listen to me. I think this is some, for me, because I was raised in that kind of household, and I even just recently had an interaction with my own father, like, I'm this and you're going to listen to me. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I think, it's time I think to we have the same dad. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll talk about that off this podcast. <laughs> it's so interesting because I see that in myself, and actually my daughter called me out a few weeks ago because we kind of got into a heated thing, and she goes, Listen, if I wanted to have a, a conversation with grandpa, I would have just picked up the fucking phone and called him. <laughs> just like, okay. Yeah. Thank you. Noted and taken. Thank you very much. But um, it is that interesting space that I think a lot of us guys go, okay, I know. And there's nothing wrong with knowing either, but it's how we package it up. I mean, if Brad or I, either one, walked out onto a stage to do a motivational speech and we said, here's the thing, I'm older, wiser, and I'm going to teach you everything you need to know. So put down your papers and listen to me right now and you're, we would lose the audience. Yeah, it'd be over. It would be over. Right, but here, here's the other side of that. I'm a better speaker now at age 53 than I was at 43 and definitely than I was at 33. And part of that, Rick, is I'm able now and I've just grown at peace with what I do know. I'm able to stand on front of, in front of an audience and say, I know this to be true. And I'm going to try to convince you. I got an hour to do it or two hours, whatever. But I believe that it's so true that even if you don't believe it, I still will believe it. Mm -hmm. That is very different from saying it's my way or the byway. Mm -hmm. My way or the highway? Well, yeah, yeah. No, my uh, way, highway, byway, you know, whatever. I feel like, Rick, also, you and I and everybody – listening to this, our job is to use positivity to encourage others. That means when we take advantage of our wisdom and our strengths and our, our just the fact that we're grownups, we're, it's not okay to go tell people what the hell they're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. What is important is to feed people and to nourish them and to give them those things that will still make them better, but it's not the same as being grandpa, dude. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. And in the nourishing and the feeding, it's kind of knowing when to feed them the right stuff and when to not go, well, you're still going to eat those peas because there's children in Africa dying because they don't have peas <laughs> on a China platter, you know? And as entrepreneurs and business owners, it's been interesting for me. And this is where this kind of comes together. Of I've always had an experience at least once a year, twice a year where I'm like, okay, well, yeah, if I, if I, if I follow this person, I'm going to learn all this stuff. And I put them up in this higher wisdom space. And sometimes I put them up so high that then they can't perform to that. They can't deliver to that. And then I get pissed off. I'm like, well, they didn't do what they said they were going to do. And yet as a father and a guy who is very comfortable in his now 50s, I have realized the importance of only put someone up on a pedestal. 
that they can actually perform on. Don't put them up on a pedestal so high, there's no chance they'll ever be able to satisfy you. And I think that's a huge thing in this wisdom and understanding where you fall in people's eyes. In fact, I said to a friend of mine the other day, he's like, you know, every time I get to talk to you, I feel so much better. And Aww. I said, just don't put me up so high that I can't do that for you. I'm just a guy who's screwing up every day, just like everybody else. And every once in a while I get up to bat and I can actually hit the ball, which is amazing because I'm a gay guy. So playing baseball and hitting balls is like, like impossible for me. And even though I just threw a huge stereotype out there, <laughs> but it's, it's amazing when you admit this stuff and go, please don't put me up that high because I just had a good moment, you know? And she laughed so hard. I mean, she actually texted me yesterday. Go, I'm still thinking about that conversation and I will not put you up on a pedestal. I may invite you to wear some high heels so that I can look up to you a little bit more. But she goes, I won't put you up on a pedestal because we are all just human. But I think the gist of this whole conversation is really about accepting, as you said, Brad, the ownership of as guys who are in the 40 plus realm, even on up to 80 or 90, <laughs> Let us step back and give back and let people take the wisdom that we have, but let's be really owning that instead of sometimes just shoving it off, acting like it's no big deal. I think that's the cornerstone of this conversation. Permission to challenge you, Rick? I agree. Yes, please. I'll take the challenge. Right. So your pal said, I see something in you. She was basically saying, oh, Rick, coming from you, that really helped a great deal. Yep, yep. So coming from you, that compliment was well met. Coming from you, I appreciate you even more. Yeah. And I would challenge you next time to just say, you're welcome. I see greatness mm. in you. You're doing great. Mm. And not to diminish yourself and say, don't, hey, you're, you're asking her to worry about things that are not going to happen because mm -hmm. you, you're able to deliver. You are not going to be a messiah to her. You're just going to be a dude, but she sees greatness in you and, and just saying like, okay, I, I, you know, I just want you to know I, I see that you're doing a wonderful job and I'm proud to be your friend. That's mm -hmm. where we should be quiet. Mm -hmm. And you, you diminish the compliment to her and you mm -hmm. diminish what she sees in you when you say, well, you know, don't, don't take me out. You know, I'm just a guy, you know. This is what I – even with people like you, you know, like super high-achieving, high-performing people, uh, people like you who are so good – the reason you're good at your job is you do have that modesty and you are humble and you do have such a healthy view of the world. And that makes me like you a lot, mm -hmm. but I, I'm just challenging you. Like next time people say, I see something in you and you're, it's very helpful to me to let them have that mm -hmm. and be that for them. And don't deny it. Cause you are, you were for that woman, mm -hmm. somebody who had something that she needed. And that is fact. You just told me yep. that's a fact. Yep. And yep. you don't have to diminish it and say, Oh, I'm not that great. Later on, I'll probably fuck up. No, nope, yeah. you're fine. <laughs> exactly. And this is why I love this platform that we're in right now is because this is where we show each other the things we least see sometimes and we can all learn and grow. And I, Brad, I want to tell you that was amazing how you delivered that to me because it was something I needed to see. And it really was in alignment with everything we've been talking about. It's like, let the joy happen. Let the people take from you what you're meant to give. And sometimes a simple being quiet and you're welcome is all that's needed. I think you must be a speaker. Maybe that's why you see this stuff. <laughs> I mean, when I, so we'll share something <laughs> about the speaking world, folks, where we learn to pause 
and not say anything or pause and say the right thing is in our speaker negotiations. When we tell somebody what we're gonna charge, the secret, and this is something all of you can take out, okay? But I don't care what you do in life. If you learn this one thing besides everything else that we did today, when you tell somebody something that you know you're probably gonna get a pushback on, just say it and don't say anything else. My fee is $7,500, silence. This is what I charge for coaching, silence. This is where we grow. And you just really showed that today, Brad. And I'm so thankful. And I'm, I'm so glad we're connected. This is, so Thank Brad you. and I just have never connected until this whole thing. And um, I, I think somehow we're going to be besties in a, in a realm that we haven't even realized. But um, any last- I'm really flattered. Oh, well, likewise, man. So any last tidbit of advice of like really owning who you are as a man before we wrap it up here? No, except for that this, this is such a good reminder for both of us that e- even when we're talking about it, it's so easy to forget that, forget. right, we are grownups. We are this. Let's be that. You know, so I think it was really special for me. I hope you liked it. It was amazing. And thank you so much for being here, Brad. I so loved it. And listeners, I hope you loved it and that you keep coming back every week for just a little dose of what we do here on 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk. That's a wrap for 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves, and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 Plus Real Men Real Talk, where the conversations continue.